Thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm Paul Rozeski. Today is Wednesday, the 13th of September, 2023. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy International Chocolate Day. A most worthy day to celebrate, if you ask me. There's a lot going on and happening quickly. And it may end up resulting in a big nothing burger, but we should still look at what those 99 crazy kids in the assembly are doing. So, let's jump into some news together. I was at the opening day of the assembly. I heard the debate on the tax cut bill, which passed along party lines, which should not surprise anyone. Little did I know what interesting twists and plot turns were coming. The legislative calendar showed the assembly floor session starting on Tuesday at 1 p.m. and a rules committee meeting at 3 p.m. in the assembly parlor, which is essentially the super fancy conference room right off the main assembly chamber. Okay, very good. I saw some time limits listed on the amount of debate they could have, so I'm assuming they knew the session would take less than two hours and they could have the meeting right after when everyone was there. This is when it starts to get interesting. The Committee on Rules put forth a motion for a special order of business. They scheduled the full assembly to hear Bill 415 on Thursday, September 14th, at 1.01 p.m. Clearly, they want this bill to be the first order of business because the assembly is scheduled to convene again at 1 p.m., and this is scheduled to be heard at 1.01. This is the first time that I've seen a bill be put to the assembly without a committee hearing to get public testimony or to get that the committee members to vote on whether it should get passed along. Granted, I haven't been around that long, but this is definitely abnormal. So, Assembly Bill 415 is authored by seven Republicans and is a proposal to rewrite the rules on drawing the legislative election districts. Deja vu. We currently have districts. When the current districts need to be adjusted, it's called redistricting. Among other things, the proposal puts the map drawing responsibility on the Legislative Reference Bureau. It's called the LRB for short. This is truly one of the most nonpartisan parts of the Wisconsin state government you will ever find. Think of them as the legal clerks and the lawyers and the librarians of the legislature. They do the historical research. They keep documents of the legislature. They are the ones that write the clunky legal language of the bills and laws. Great example. I literally read a bill that was amended to use the word that instead of which. Listen to these two statements. Every other instrument which affects title to land. Every other instrument that affects title to land. These two sentences don't, don't like they have different meanings to me, but this is the level of detail and nuance that they have to pay attention to. I think it's kind of crazy. 
It's an interesting choice because their responsibility really only hinges on the letter of the law and shouldn't be influenced by money or politics or the other stuff that seems to permeate a lot of the other corners of state government. Democrats and Republicans alike go to them and trust them to give quality, accurate information. Seems like a nonpartisan pick. The bill also specifically prohibits districts from being, quote, non-contiguous. That's important because non-contiguous districts is the main argument of the new current redistricting lawsuits. This law specifically says, quote, areas that meet only at the points of adjoining corners are not contiguous. Essentially, The Republicans are offering this to become law, and it would appear that they are gifting the Democrats an opening to redraw the maps out of schedule again. Give them another kick at the cat again. The bill specifically would also prohibit favoring any party or incumbent. It needs to, quote, preserve communities of interest. It has to follow all the federal rules, the state constitution, the Voting Rights Act, etc. Now, remember, according to the Wisconsin state constitution, it is the job of the legislature to draw the district maps. And this bill is an attempt to change the criteria for the drawing to happen. There have been redistricting lawsuits every couple years for the past decade in state and federal courts. The Wisconsin Supreme Court has already been put in the position of being forced to redraw the maps and really didn't want anything to do with it so much that they used the maps, <laughs> decide to use the least change to get it done. Remapping scenarios similar to this have come up in other states too, and eventually those courts threw up their hands too because it's not easy. It just seems like a classic scenario of something so complicated that no one is happy in the end. I can see Republicans being mad if they lose seats and Democrats gaining seats, but not enough to make them feel like it's finally fair. There have been a bunch of other maps which didn't meet criteria that they needed to. So yeah, you want to know how far we are from the two sides to actually working together The same afternoon that the details on this bill were introduced, Governor Evers came out with a pretty extensive statement. Basically, the governor said that because of the actions of the Republicans over the past couple of years on voting and non-voting issues, he essentially said, I don't trust what they're proposing no matter what it is. Quote, Republicans are making a last-ditch effort to retain legislative control by having someone legislature-picked and legislature-approved to draw Wisconsin's maps, unquote. Well, yeah, he's right, because the top Senate Republican, the top Senate Democrat, the top Assembly Republican, and top Assembly Democrat would be the people to eat get to pick a person to be on the committee to draw the maps. It's legislature picked. It doesn't mean it's Republican controlled. Those four people who probably don't see eye to eye then must come together to pick the fifth member as the head of the committee. And that person ideally 
has to be nonpartisan and try to to try to make sure that happens. The law specifically says that the person cannot hold a partisan public office or a political party office, can't be employed by the legislature or Congress or be employed by someone in the legislature or be a relative of someone in the legislature. (laughs) Maybe Evers opposes it because he thinks those four people will never be able to agree on who should head up the committee and this will last forever. Uh, Hell, this is just the tip of the iceberg. This is one bill. We have competing tax being proposed, all the child care industry stuff we talked about last week, and we have another half dozen new bills that have been proposed in the past 48 hours alone. I kind of wish I would have saved that Ferris Bueller quote from last week for this week, but I didn't. So let's go with a quote to inspire you to get involved, to engage the process, to use your voice, because... As President Andrew Jackson once said, quote, a man with courage makes a majority, unquote. Have a great second half of your week, and as always, thanks for listening. Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business farm and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org slash join.